Welcome to Agile Self-Development, the podcast that gives you a roadmap for personal growth and self-improvement for your body, mind, and spirit. Hi, I'm Helene Coppell, and I'll show you how to become your best self one version at a time. They say in times of crisis, people show their true character. Anyone can be cool, calm, and collected when things are going well. But when the shit has hit the fan, it's resilience that keeps you moving forward with strength and grace. On today's episode, we'll talk about some strategies you can use to grow your resilience. In 1994, when I was 24 years old, I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. I went through two major surgeries, the first to remove a seven-pound tumor along with one of my ovaries, and the second, an exploratory laparotomy, removing somewhat random lymph nodes throughout my body to determine whether the cancer spread. I was then sent on my way with a clean bill of health, and being freshly married with one remaining ovary, we decided we should get pregnant right away. That December, I had an ectopic pregnancy that nearly killed me, and I was told I could die if I tried again to carry a baby. What a year that was. In January of 1995, one month after getting out of the hospital, I went to see a lawyer to learn how to start the process of finding and adopting a baby. We all at some point in our lives have faced adversity or trauma or other major stressors. Life doesn't come with a pretty set of instructions on how to deal with it. But many people still move on and bounce back, thanks to a little something we call resilience. Psychologists define resilience as the process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, threats, or significant sources of stress, such as family and relationship problems, serious health problems, or workplace and financial stress. Resilience isn't just about bouncing back after a difficult situation, but it's also about how you handle new stress better from the growth and learning of those previous situations. The good news is resilience can be learned and developed. Like building your muscles, it takes time and effort. Remember we talked about setting intentions on episode six? Well, you need to go into this effort to build your resilience with intention we'll focus on some strategies that can empower you to deal with and grow from difficult and traumatic experiences. A good and very wise friend always says, connection is the cure. And I have found it to be so true. Connecting with understanding, trustworthy, and empathetic people reminds you you're not alone in this world. Having someone validate your feelings and show you compassion supports you building your resilience muscle. Sometimes when we're going through stuff, we isolate. I used to do that all the time. Hiding out at home was my go-to response when I was really in the worst of it. Now I make it a point to be with other people when I'm dealing with difficult issues. I may not always want to talk about my problems, but having others hold space for me, basically be there for me in whatever way I need, helps me tremendously. If you don't have people you trust to play this role for you in your life, then seek it out. When my daughter left for college and emptied my nest, I found myself in a funk. I had friends, but I still felt lonely. A friend of a friend suggested I come by their improv class and meet new people, have a fun night out. 
Well, that one night not only led to some new hobbies, but brought me a new community of funny and talented friends in improv, stand-up comedy, and theater. There are lots of groups out there, both online and off, where you can find people with common interests, values, and social support. Research groups that could offer you a sense of support or joy. Connection is one of those great strategies to help build your resilience. Self-care is a popular hippy-dippy buzz term these days, and with good reason. Taking care of yourself, body, mind, and spirit helps foster resilience. Generating positivity, practicing mindfulness or spirituality, eating healthy, exercising your body, these are all things which strengthen you and put you in a good place to adapt to stress, and they reduce your risk of meltdowns. I had a really difficult breakup about eight years ago, and I could not quiet the chatter in my mind. I barely slept through the night and hardly made it through a day without crying and questioning my own value. My friend Michelle came to visit me through the hard time and suggested we go to a yoga class, which had been instrumental in her own healing when she went through some rough times. As the class closed down to our final resting pose, Shavasana, I began to cry and the tears kept coming long after the class ended. It was the first time I had found stillness and quiet in my mind since the breakup. I felt a spiritual connection to God, who is my higher power, and such gratitude for this experience. With yoga, I moved my body, quieted my mind, and connected spiritually. When I'm feeling funky, I know my yoga will keep me on the path of resilience. And not only did I foster resilience through self-care, but I also found a new tribe of connections in the yoga community. I even became a certified teacher so I could help share with others what yoga had given to me. Which brings us to our third strategy we'll talk about for resilience. Finding purpose. Now, I have my own issues about this idea. There are tons of articles, videos, podcasts, books, all about finding and living your purpose. For me, I got stuck on not being clear what my true purpose is or whether I had one at all or just one and not many. Analysis paralysis over this. But we can find purpose in the things we do every day and we can create a sense of purpose that rings true for our values. Through teaching yoga, I had a purpose to help others find peace and serenity and wellness. For those in the 12-step universe, service and helping others is considered the foundation stone of recovery. Hear that? We recover through helping others. This is another way connections are built. Plus, it will build your own self-confidence and self-worth as you recognize your own value and which helps grow your ability to bounce back after setbacks. Finding purpose can also mean being proactive towards reaching goals, discovering silver linings, personal growth, and strength you've acquired having gone through the difficulties. Look for it. This is a day-to-day purpose if you don't have one big master 
purpose you can identify. Take initiative to make changes you feel would help you in future situations like the one you're overcoming. These are all tools that not only help you grow, but will increase your resilience muscle. What else can we do? Raise your vibration. Positive vibes, my friends. This is another strategy to add to the list. I know it's hard when you feel like crap, but there's something to be said about optimism and hope. It may not come naturally at first, but it's something you can practice with a daily gratitude practice affirmations, and positive messages and positive people surrounding you. Keeping things in perspective when dealing with your issues will also be a help. Recognize if you're catastrophizing. When I went through a couple of those sad breakups, of course I had thoughts like, I'll never meet anyone again. Not true. Identify and adopt more balanced thinking. Foster acceptance for the things that are not going exactly the way you'd like them to. Look at the times in your past when you thought this was the end of the world, but you bounced back. Now, I'm not saying don't grieve losses or pain or pretend like the hurt doesn't exist, but working on your positivity will help you with resilience. And of course, consider getting help when you need it. This is going to be key in building resilience. Professional help from an expert such as a licensed mental health therapist can provide guidance and strategy for moving forward after a difficult time and trauma. While I was working with that lawyer to adopt a baby, I was also working with a therapist to deal with the trauma of that past year and not being able to carry a child. I've sought therapy several times throughout my adulthood when the stress was more than I could handle on my own. These experiences and strategies have all contributed to how I handle stress and difficult situations today. And I'm a stronger person because of it. People ask me, how do you do it? You do what you got to do. That's what I say. Resilience means more than just surviving. It means thriving. We've all been going through some major hard times with this pandemic. Self-care, connection, health and wellness of your body, mind, and spirit, finding purpose, seeking professional help. These are all some wonderful strategies you can use to help grow your ability to cope with and bounce back from trauma, adversity, and difficult times. I'll close out this topic with the famous words of the poetic Chumbawamba. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You are never going to keep me down. Thank you for joining me. Visit AgileSelfDevelopment.com and subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. And if you enjoyed the podcast, I'd love it if you'd leave a review in Apple Podcasts. It makes a big difference in how the podcasts are ranked. Thank you again for joining me, Helene Coppell. For this episode of Agile Self-Development, become your best self one version at a time. Catch you soon.